Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the podcast for the 21st century for military spouses, by military spouses, about military spouses and their world. Welcome to another edition of the critically acclaimed, always fresh, never boring, Military Spouse Spouts. Here's your host, Susan Reynolds, and co-host, Dave Etter. Ooh, that's you, Susan. Good um, morning, afternoon, early morning. That's what it is. Evening time, nighttime, whatever, good whatever time of the day it is for you. Hi, Dave. It is. How you doing? I'm doing great. I haven't heard from you in two weeks. What's up with this? I don't know. Well, last week we just had way too much going on, and we had like shenanigans here in my household where it was like new water heater day, and hey, we're going to replace your entire fuse box in your house because it's super old and it's a fire hazard, and that that part still has not happened yet. So I'm like, is my house going to catch on fire? Please. Are you living on post? No. Are you living on post? No. No. If at least we lived on post, I would feel like it was a good enough excuse for it to be super old and all of that. Fun stuff. Mm. So, hey, my family's getting ready to head out right now. So, if you hear any background sound from me, sorry well, about that. Hey, let's just some take a quick 30 house second, today. Let's just take a quick 30-second break. Yes. We'll introduce our guest on the other yes. side of the break, and uh, we'll go yes. from there. So, let's, let's do it. Hear. When I'm on base, I'm known as Staff Sergeant Cooper, but at home... Daddy! Hi, Dad. Daddy! Hi. I'm known as Dad, and I wouldn't have it any other way. We know home is at the heart of every military family. That's why we founded Armed Forces Insurance, to protect the property of our fellow servicemen and women. Call 1-800-633-2006 for a no-obligation auto, home, or renter quote, or visit www.afi.org. At Armed Forces Insurance, our mission is you. And we're extremely grateful that... Armed Forces Insurance is our sponsor for Spouse Spouts. And if anybody else wants to become a sponsor, contact Susan. She's handling it all. Anyway, oh, today, <laughs> it is, it's true. You are. Well, thank you. Hey, don't tell us who our, our guest is today. We have Amy Bouchatz from Military.com and Spouse Buzz on the show with us today. Hi, Amy. Uh, hi, y'all. I get theme music. That's fun. You got the angels. Yes, Amy. We're we saw. Okay, so here's what happened. Dave and I were we pay we pay attention to what's going on in the military. Obviously, this is a podcast about military spouses and families and everything. And then we saw a couple of Amy articles because that's what I actually refer to them as in our household. I'm like, ooh, the Amy articles are out. Let me read these. I know. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I call them. And Amy, they were all about child care. Us, you have been keeping us informed in the military world on the underside, the underbelly of the military community for so long. I am so pleased to call you friend and glad we can reach out to you every now and then. Me too. Well, I'm I'm happy to be reached out to. Uh, I <laughs> the underbelly. All right, <laughs> I'll go with it. Well, um, sometimes we it had is the underbelly, discussion. and it can be seedy, unfortunately. We had or this it discussion three years ago in Fort at, at at Fort Sam Houston at the 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 last and final uh, uh, J C Eckert uh, uh, spouse buzz or not not spouse buzz, but um, um, what was it? Did she spouse call it spouse experience? Yes, the spouse experience. Huge. It was huge. And you and I, we had our chance to talk about that. And that was three years ago. I know. Time flies when you're having fun and or reporting on TRICARE, as the case may be. And the case oh, yeah. may be, yes. So, 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 yeah, so I, I have been spending quite a lot of time devoting quite a number of brain cells to the TRICARE subject recently. You are not wrong. Uh, you know, they, so in 2016, uh, Congress passed a big TRICARE reform bill as part of the National Defense Authorization Act. And it was one of those moments where you you get the bill and you open it up and you think, yes, but how, what does it mean? So, so I've been sort of waiting since then to figure out really what does it mean? Because um, 
you know, there were some things that were immediately apparent that actually really just impact people who haven't joined the military yet. And everything yeah, else right. um, that was in there really seemed to be sort of like behind the scenes stuff. Um, and so, you know, in the meantime, I was just like, all right. So, I mean, what does it mean? You know, <laughs> uh, so and we know, really and are finding out what it means. You know, I've been working on Tricare stuff a long time, Amy. And if I can't understand some of this stuff, what does it mean? Like that is the that is what going to be the question I think that a lot of people are saying and are going to ask that question repeatedly for quite some time. What does that oh, mean? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Because and, and I then know. when you and when you look at the big picture here, you know that the, that that at first it was handed to Congress as this big bulky uh, megalith weird huge thing and they had they've whittled it down and they've worked out some details etc and when we finally get a chance well when you amy finally get a chance to to review the entire thing in ad nauseum you kind of i bet you scratch your head all the time going where did that come from and why did they change to that what did they change from can i see the original original drafts do they give you the opportunity to see the original drafts uh, no, no, but I will say I've been doing this long enough and covering this subject long enough to really actually have a pretty good handle on where these things come from because nothing ever really passes the first time. Um, no. And so right. you, you sort of have like a history of, oh, they tried this before and this is an iteration of the other thing. And, oh, this guy suggested that. And you just sort of have like a like relationship history with it. <laughs> My relationship history with TRICARE is long. So... Um, but you know, so the other side of this is not just, it's not just changes that Congress ordered. Um, it's all these things sort of happened at the same time. And the second side of the coin is, um, that TRICARE periodically rebids the contracts that deal, that sort of administer the different regions. And that happened at the same time as Congress ordered this. So we have on the one hand, changes ordered by Congress. And on the other hand, changes that probably would have happened anyway um, with the different regional contractors because Congress right, right. goes and says, okay, you know, who's going to, who wants to administer these contracts and what's the best deal, um, you know, from a bottom line standpoint, and then inevitably ends up reassigning those contracts to someone else. And all of those things just sort of happened at the same time this time. So when we talk about what does it mean, we have uh, a bunch of changes and they stem from two different places and they're landing in everybody's laps at the same exact moment. Mm -hmm. Now I heard that they were, they consolidated some of the areas kind of like restructuring and re redefining uh, congressional areas. And that's what Congress knows well is the redefining of, of, of political areas. Well, TRICARE has has reassigned some and, and restructured their, their areas, didn't they? Yeah, so instead of um, TRICARE North, uh, TRICARE you know, South, and uh, TRI-West. South, West, right. Now we have just two different regions, TRICARE East and TRICARE West. Um, what about and, overseas? Uh, well, well, and then we TRICARE overseas. is its own thing. It's its own yeah. thing. Oh, oh, we're our own red-headed yeah, stepchild. Gotcha. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Uh, <laughs> no, no argument for me there. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to list off all 50 states in the District of Columbia right now because that's a little right. much. But um, you can, you know, I can can share a link um, to which states are which. Um, you know, they swapped uh, the providers, the contractors around a little bit. So uh, just for a matter of clarity. Uh, if you are in the East region, you will be managed by Humana Military. And if you are in the rest, West region, you'll be managed by HealthNet. Um, so there's that. Okay. So uh, from a practical level, like what does the regional swap look like? Well, um, if you see a primary care provider or a specialist off base, um, it is possible that your provider will not be in the new contractor's network if you are one of the people for whom the contractor is changing. Um, so oh, really? That means, yeah. So for primary care, it's, I mean, this is really just a wait and see, guys. They say their website's going to be updated as to who takes 
who is in network and who's not. And you're just going to have to look and make sure your providers in network. And no one was able to tell me how many providers might be suddenly out of network. Um, now for specialists, same thing goes. However, if you're seeing a specialist under TRICARE Prime or another plan that gives you a referral, um, you will be able to continue to see that specialist until that referral runs out. So even if that referral mm-hmm. runs out after January 1st, the time that all of this takes effect, like let's say you have nine, refer- nine appointments left after January 1st, that, that will still be covered um, under TRICARE until the referral runs out. And then if that specialist is no longer in network, um, under your new regional contractor, you're going to have to find another specialist or pay out of network prices. So it's, it's kind of like having a grace period on the other end. And during that grace period on the other end, you better find something that you can land on. Yeah. Um, and it really should be the, the uh, something that, well, it's going to have to be something that you try care and your primary care physician work together on if, if you're using a referral and if you're on standard or what will in the future be known as TRICARE Select, I guess that's another change we should talk about, um, then you are going to have to look in network again and self-refer. So speaking of, like I just said, TRICARE Standard and TRICARE Extra will from henceforth be known as TRICARE Select. Uh, Congress did this, you know, and it's sort of an attempt to um, consolidate some different things on the back end, but mostly I think they just wanted to confuse everybody by changing the name and see if we're paying attention, which we're, well, I am. That but, may have been. Know. Oh, I am too. As a TRICARE standard family, I'm definitely paying yeah. attention to that one. That may have no. been designed I, just, to, just to draw your attention away from the, you know, you said something there that really just caught me off guard. And I, I've read it, but I didn't understand it. I didn't, it didn't cue in my head. But self-referred, that means there's people that can say, all right, well, I want to go see that doctor instead. So I am self-referring myself to that doctor who may not be in network. Right. So, I mean, that's typical behavior for, uh, or typical ability behavior makes it sound like you're doing something wrong. No, that's how TRICARE standard slash TRICARE select is supposed to work, that you self-refer, but you do so within the in-network list, right? So you're like, oh, I need um, a foot doctor, right? So you look on TRICARE's website, find a foot doctor that's preferably in-network to give your pocketbook a break, and then you go over there. but you could also see someone out of network. You have that option. It's going to cost you more. And that remains yeah. true. Now, compared yeah. to what, what, what's the, the regular civilian population, the other 99% of the, of, of, of the, the country, because the, the military, all of the military only consists of 1% of our entire United States population. The other 99%, what are they paying? Uh, or do you have those numbers to, so well, that it we varies can compare what the though, new Dave, numbers about will it. be. Well, what I'm thinking is, is, is if we're getting some new changes, and the changes are like, let's just say, let's just throw some weird numbers out there. And I'm talking weird numbers. These are by no means what the numbers are. But let's say everything across the board increases by 10%, but we typically pay less, but pay 50% less than our civilian counterparts, then we're still making out it's just costing a touch more out of pocket than what we're used to i recognize we need to be vigilant we need to stay saying hey watch it do not keep raising this stuff because we we don't want to end up having to pay what the civilians are paying otherwise what is the what's what's the use of of being here i'll just let my soldier just come become a soldier and i'll just you know stay over here in my hometown and and screw it i I, my being with him isn't going to help anything he can't help me there are no benefits ta-da i'm a regular civilian well i'm a regular civilian that can get on base yeah I, i mean i don't have those numbers i can tell you that my company offers me what i have gathered by asking some friends who are civilians um is a pretty good health insurance policy you know is has low, comparatively low deductibles, et cetera, et cetera. And that TRICARE is still a better deal for me, even though we use TRICARE Reserve Select, which comes with a monthly um, enrollment fee, essentially. Um, and so I, you know, I, I think TRICARE continues to be a better deal. But you sort of jumped ahead there, Dave. We haven't actually talked about oh, I'm the sorry. higher out-of-pocket <laughs> costs yet. 
we, we, you, you uh, have assumed your listeners know something which we have not told uh, them, which is well, secret, no, I'm secret kind of, back end thing number two. I know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, but hold you on, know, Dave, let her get it out. Let her, let her get it out first. Oh, yeah, a- we got to tell about this, my okay? mind wanders. <laughs> I know. He's just up. You guys, uh, you know, for the listeners, and I don't know, Susan, if you know this, but Dave and I, we have history. Yeah, we, we have, have history. history. I know. It is. It is. I know. We are both survivors. Yes. We're awesome. Survivors. History. Yes, we're of, survivors. Uh, survivors Fort of Campbell. Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Fort yes. Fort oh, Campbell. I lived in Fort Campbell, too. She did. Yes, you, too, a survivor. But yes. but, they, but we didn't see you there. So No, I was, uh, I'm from the 90s, though. I'm a 90s survivor. So back when Fort Campbell oh, yeah. used that's to be actually, really different. That makes you even cooler. I'll give that to yeah. you. You, that's, you that's get right. even more points because you sur- 90s you survived Campbell the- were even... Not I survived '90s military, which apparently everyone said was so terrible. But I, sorry, I just didn't think it was all that bad. Well, it was, just, it was well, the first change from airplanes to helicopters. Still yeah. jump. Fort Campbell has only received more traffic and and recently some upgrades, but not so much in the past. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Dave and I have this long history at Fort Campbell. So I know Dave. Dave, yes, I know all about you, bud. Um, <laughs> okay, so let's rewind a little bit here, okay, because we've got to help people yeah. out. So, yeah. TRICARE, when Congress ordered these changes, um, when I said trying to figure out what they looked like, the reason was, like I mentioned earlier, that a lot of the changes they ordered were for people who joined the military after January 1st of 2018, okay? So, they said all these things, all these cost increases, all these other things are only going to impact the quote-unquote future force. Okay. And everybody yeah. in like regular military world sort of shrugged their shoulders and said, eh, not my problem. I'm not the future force. I'm the current force. Okay. So exactly. it, was, yeah. it was a compare. Yeah. It was a comparatively easy thing for Congress to pass because very few current people care. Right. Because yeah. it doesn't no, impact yeah, them. No push well, back. no push. Let back. me tell you what. So last week, TRICARE uh, has a little briefing with both the, military service organizations slash veteran service organizations, and then a separate briefing briefing with reporters, okay, where they give us the policy rundown on all ways that those things, that what does it mean? This was the meeting I was waiting for, okay? So, surprise, they spring in this, um, in this meeting, <clears throat> a huge surprise on everybody, which is that when Congress ordered changes, in the 2016 National Defense Authorization Act, TRICARE has taken it upon themselves to make similar changes for the current force. Okay? So, uh, yeah. what does that look like? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's right. So, here's the change that they are giving us as well. If okay. you are a person who has ever gone to the doctor under TRICARE standard, TRICARE reserve select, or a similar plan like that, you know that when you go to check out, you might have an out-of-pocket cost, and that that cost will be something of a mystery, because when you looked it up online, it said that the cost was going to be something along the lines of, quote, 15% of allowable charges. What the crap does that mean? Okay, we don't know. You just figured, you shrugged your shoulders, you said, I have no idea what that means, I'll figure it out when I get there, because you're probably going to the doctor um, for because you're sick or something, right? And you just don't, you can't figure this out right now. So you get there and they tell you what the cost is and it's all well and good. All right. Congress said, this is ridiculous. Um, no one knows what that means. We're going to make this a flat rate, a dollar amount charge going forward. So if you join the force after January 1st, 2018, and you go to the doctor and you have this out-of-pocket cost, your cost will be $25 for inpatient care, for um, in-network, rather, primary care visit, and $40 for an in-network specialist care visit, okay? Easy peasy. Really? We know what that means, right? Okay, so TRICARE, here's the juicy part, y'all. TRICARE decided that they wanted to put this in effect for, um, I'm sorry, th- those numbers I just gave you were for retirees. Let's talk really fast right, 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 for right. Um, right. active duty. Okay, so $15 active duty. Um, or TRICARE Reserve Select uh, families, 
and 25 uh, for specialty care. So 15 primary, 25 specialty care. Apologies, you guys had the wrong piece of paper in front of me. Okay. Well, that's so here's right. where that's the rubber right. hits the road it's for the current folks. Right? Yeah. So for current folks, here's the deal. TRICARE said, well, that makes a lot of sense. Let's just have that system for everybody. Because, again, do we really know what 15% of your out-of-pocket um, allowable charge is? No, we do not. Um, so TRICARE went to put this in place for all the people. Awesome. Okay, except that how much you pay out of pocket, that quote-unquote allowable charge, is based on a variety of factors, including yeah. where you live, the type of care you're getting, and the type of person who is providing it. That Correct. means that there isn't a um, single dollar amount across the board, right? What I pay in Alaska is probably much different from, Susan, what you pay where you live. Yes. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So to solve this problem, TRICARE said, let's just charge everybody the average, which means they added up all the amounts, right? And then divided it by however many amounts they had. And ta-da, that's the price. Okay. The average is higher than the cost Congress ordered for people after 2018 to pay, which Absolutely. means that you are going to be paying out of pocket for a primary care visit in network or a specialty care visit in network a dollar amount that is likely different from what you're paying right now could possibly be higher and is in fact higher than what the future force is going to pay. So anyone who joins the military on January 1st will be paying uh, less. $9 less for specialty care and uh, four, uh, $8 less for primary care than you are. Okay. The yeah, I saw that. I, MOA posted yeah. something about that the other day because they are MOA is part of the Tricare for Kids Coalition as well, and so we've been discussing this because of how it's going to impact specialty care with special needs families. Right, exactly. So, so this is great news for Amy, by the way. Like, I'm super stoked because my right now I'm paying about forty five dollars for out of network for in network rather. I'm paying forty five dollars for in network physical therapy visits, okay, per, per visit until I hit my catastrophic cap, all right? Going forward, I will be paying $34. Amy is saving some money, and she's going to go buy herself some coffee, and now I'm going to stop talking about myself in the third person. Um, <laughs> um, my coffee, oh, no, my fees will so go up. Fun. And my Susan, fees will your go fees up. will go up, absolutely. And yeah. my fees will go down because I live in Alaska. I'm the person who's making the average go higher. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah. Well, but here's my the other thing that I thought I'm about. My wife's too. elective duty. Well, yeah. I'm still on prime. The, yeah, you're on, right. we're on you're, standard you're because prime. I'm sorry. I don't like the MTF here and I'm not going to use it. Right. And you, I am on prime. You watch two surgeries so on have... You don't get a second chance. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> and and I screwed up my life, okay, because they did such a bad job. So, yeah, I don't go back into our military treatment facility here because I don't trust them. Sorry. Right. And I'm on reserve select, so I don't have an but option. Here, Amy, but so I here's the question I have. Pretty good thing. Yeah. So I have a question because this is something I've been thinking of. I hit, I used to hit my catastrophic cap pretty quickly. Like I could hit, not my catastrophic cap, I could hit my deductible, which mm -hmm. meant I was paying the full 15%. I got my 15% was higher until I hit my deductible. Well, both Ian, right. my son Ian and I are both on TRICARE standard, which meant we had a $300 deductible. By about December 1st, the $300, we had hit our $300 deductible, right? Um, mm -hmm. So it was interesting that I would hit it so quickly. This set dollar amount, I, th this is my big question. Does this mean it's going to take me longer to get to my deductible? Mm. Uh, your that's yes, a good it question. Will. Um, yes, yes, I, it will. Because I'm thinking your yes, deductible will not change. Your deductible, right, your deductible will not change. It stays the same regardless because that is a well, set in stone that will require additional, exactly, a whole but, different paragraph in Congress. But here's the thing. My deductible, until I got to my deductible, how my doctors, and include, to include specialty care doctors here in my region, it was a, a significantly high amount come October 1st. Like the, that first appointment would be like a $70 appointment, right? Right. And then 
the next one would be, you know, roughly the same. And then, boom, within two appointments for me, I had hit my deductible right away. Same thing with my son. And then it would drop down to, like, 5 and $6 appointments, if even. Right. Because then my supplemental would kick in, and I typically didn't have mm-hmm. to pay anything. Right? right. Mm-hmm. But now with these 25, these mandatory fees like this, now I'm actually paying. I'm going to – I think it's going to be longer for me to get to that deductible. I really – I have a funny feeling about it. And getting to my catastrophic cap is also going to be just as long because didn't that get, get raised as well? No, you're still – you should still be at 1000 Okay, thank Well, hallelujah for that. I'll, we'll just get screwed over with retirement. Yes. <laughs> the catastrophic yeah, cap did go up for retirees. Um, it, yes, so it did. I noticed that. The catastrophic cap for retirees, for everyone who joins after January 1st, is $3,500. Um, little thing, because every because some of our listeners may be, you know, going to hit retirement, okay? Um, two things to know. First of all, um, Congress ordered TRICARE in 2021 to maybe, maybe being a very important word here, put in some fee changes for retirees, okay? Uh, though That maybe is super dependent on TRICARE getting it back together um, on the current changes, those changes actually saving money and uh, some, several other benchmarks, okay? It is not a given that the fees will go up in 2021. It's just not, okay? Okay. So they, TRICARE has released the 2021 changes as if they are definitely going to happen. Um, those things are truly contingent upon uh, a bunch of different factors, and I really hesitate to say this is for sure. There's nothing to ever to Congress, okay? Congress has to okay this happening in 2021. Now, the next thing is, and this is, this is still pertinent as well, there is a measure on Capitol Hill right now um, being hashed out between the House and the Senate that would make those fees go into effect now. Uh, grandfathering, this grandfathering clause where nothing changes for retirees would be basically uh, removed from the law. And so those changes would be in effect and they wouldn't be in effect in 2021. They'd be in effect, you know, now. So um, that's something to watch. But again, I hesitate to say that that's a change that is happening because one, it hasn't been passed for sure. And two, I am a little skeptical that it'll actually make it through the process. Um, We're just gonna, I mean, Congress has surprised me to before. This has been a year of political surprises. I think we can all agree. Uh, yes. I, you know, wouldn't pass, put it past the surprise to happen, but I'm, I'm hesitant to proclaim that and, you know, order everyone to panic because I don't think it's time for that yet. However, so, now, well, okay, so, before we so go much further, I, I want to throw out well, a quick that, disclaimer real quick. And that is for those of you that are listening right now and are wondering what exactly, how does Amy, Amy Bouchette know this much about TRICARE? Folks, she works for tri, for uh, military.com right now. And, and we all rely on military.com for a lot of our information for what is happening to the military and how the families work. work. Amy keeps the families updated. She keeps us in, it, it keeps us up to date with with interesting, exciting, and and great articles through Military.com. She also is in charge of all of the web content for Military.com. She kind of like makes sure that it all looks right and feels good and and, and works out. So just remember, Amy does not work for TRICARE, people, so don't send her hate mail. Oh, that's good. Thank you. (laughs) This does not pertain – this is not – her venue is making TRICARE right or wrong. Amy looks at what she sees with what's happening with TRICARE and reports to you. And she wrote a report that caught Susan and I's eye. And we went, oh, wow, we need to get Amy on the show as soon as possible. And this oh, yeah. article that we're referring to is only, you know, uh, just 12 days old. This stuff happened just recently. So what you're hearing right now, depending on whether how far away you are from when we recorded this, this is the current skinny. And if you don't like it, if you think there's things that need to be changed, you contact your congressman. Contact um, your senator. I did senators. last week. I did and, last and by week. Me, but just please, if anything, 
send Amy support, send her ideas, send her uh, I, congratulations. <laughs> Don't chew her totally out. <laughs> She's yeah, the Yeah, Chrissy, um, you know what? She's just reporting the news. I have a secret option number three of someone you can send your thoughts to. And that actually in this instance is TRICARE because these proposed, these fees, well, um, we can share a link for that. Um, These fees that are in the, um, that are, that we've just been talking about this flat rate, 27 and $34 thing. um, It is actually part of a proposed, uh, regulation. Now, the thing about proposed lit regulations is that they're pretty much for sure going to happen unless people throw such a hissy fit that TRICARE or whoever's proposing them cannot get away with moving them forward. So That's um, right. this is not set in stone yet. Um, the stone yeah, is drying. Much. Let's put it that way. The stone yeah. has been laid and it is The it cement is, is poured. The cement is poured, but there's no rebar. So hey, let's let's make this puddle mess. (laughs) Right, exactly. Well, unlike I would say when Congress passes the law, when Congress passes the law, I would say the cement is poured and dried, and it's too late. Right. This is this is more of a the cement is drying. So. Mm -hmm. Well, I was on. So last week, Amy, I called up um, both my senators and my district congressmen, and when I spoke to uh, my district office. I laid it out for the guy. I said, you know, you this is Fort Bragg. You know how things roll around here. Everything is all about Fort Bragg, which is great. I love being here because of that, and thank you guys for loving us so much. However, you also have a lot of retirees here, and you have a lot of families who are switching over to TRICARE Standard because they're trying to get out of the MTF. And it's like we've shoved everybody in this, like, stranglehold to only use the MTF, and that doesn't work for all families. This is not right. a knock against anybody. This is just a simple fact. Being, you know, forced into only using the MTF with their long wait times and their, your inability to access the care that you need in a timely manner doesn't work for all families. So right. what, what when I said this to my say- congressman, he was very concerned. He goes, I have no, he was like, I didn't know that this was what they were planning on doing. You know, this is what was instructed. I feel he's like, I feel like they've just kind of gone all, you know, like gone rogue. And I was like, because they have. And I was like, and you have the ability, sir, to reel it back in and stand up for almost 60,000 active duty service members, both Army, Air Force, Navy and Marines. Oh, and we have Coasties here, too. Um, I said, and their families. I said, and retirees. And I said, so do this for us. And he was like, I can do this. (laughs) I was like, awesome. Okay, cool. And then I'm lucky that my senator is also um, over the military personnel subcommittee. And I filled their ears full last week. I was like, what is going on? What is this? Let me show you what's coming out. And even they were right. unaware of some of what was happening because it, was, it seems very um, hush-hush. Right. So I think, I think you touched on one thing, a change that we didn't talk about that I want to make sure and highlight, which is the um, changing from standard to prime and back again. Um, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask think, you about that. Yeah. We like to use, uh, we like to use TRICARE um, standard, soon to be TRICARE select, as an escape hatch. Am I right? Like, oh, my prime, God. It was prime mine. isn't working for you, if MTF isn't your thing and it's not working out, you can escape into TRICARE standard and see a normal person on the outside. And people do this particularly <laughs> with, um, with special needs, person. right? I love that. Well, yes. I mean, you know, I'm not wrong. With special needs yeah, um, or with um, major medical issues that pop up or da, 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 if you're going to have a baby, right? People like to switch to TRICARE standard when they're pregnant so that they can go, you know, to a doctor of their choice of their choice who's going to be the same person they see the whole time who's not going Mm. to um you know make them wait until they're 44 weeks pregnant for their first appointment slight exaggeration um who and you can have your baby in a civilian hospital um where you have access to say the um infant nursery which i know that's not everybody's jam but i was all thank you jesus um you know and and things like that Right. And, um, 
you know, so people like to have that escape hatch. Okay, so the 2016 National Defense Authorization Act, which we mentioned earlier, um, put a little line in there that said that there's going to be a quote-unquote open enrollment period, which, by the way, is really normal for most healthcare policies, yes. um, where you you have this period every fall where you can make changes to your plan with no good reason. Okay, you can just do whatever you want. Um, yep. So they have that. But also in there was a prohibition against flip-flopping plans um, unless you have a quote-unquote qualifying life event. Now, what the law did not do was tell us what those are. What? Which uh, it doesn't define qualifying life event. Yes, right. that's going to be about to say, what, what is a qualifying life event? No I one mean, knows. I your tricare, no one knows. If you're TRICARE, you look Seriously. to industry standards. Okay, and industry standards has this long list of things, which are things like um, you lost other health care. So let's say you didn't ha- weren't using TRICARE, you weren't enrolled, okay, and um, you were using a, tr- a policy from somewhere else, all right? You lost that policy. That's a qualifying <laughs> life event. You moved. Oh, like you're one, of, the, one of those who lost ACA? Right. There you go. You moved. Yeah. That's an event. Your baby was born. That's an event. Okay, you adopted a kid life event, right? You got married, life event. All right. What's not on that list, you'll notice, is you got pregnant. Uh, you didn't like them. Um, <laughs> you have a acute medical need now, and you um, want to go somewhere else. Or you another life event like not on that list is you, you don't want to stay there anymore, you know? <laughs> oh, that sounds like um, you, Susan. Um, yeah. Well, and With here's the PCM. thing. Well, yeah, that was the thing is that after I'd had the two bad surgeries, I tried to do like uh, an exception to policy to leave the MTF. And they just sent me to another MTF on Fort Bragg. And I went, no, no, that's not how this works. I don't like you all because you screwed up my entire abdominal cavity. Why would I want to continue to see you all? You're so picky. <laughs> and they no, just kind of well, look at me. I never forget no. this. They looked at me in the patient advocate's office, and the woman actually said, well, you know how you Air Force families are. What? Oh, that Not kidding. woman. That witch. Not kidding. You know when what? I told you know that what? to the I Army Surgeon that. General's office, oh, my God. Yeah. I can see that for an active duty member, you need to stay with the military so the military has at least that, that, that have done every opportunity they can to yeah. fix you. But you're not the military. You're a spouse. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. That was it. I got up and I was like, I looked at her and I said, well, if you think that it means that we demand a higher quality of medical care, I said, you would be right. We do. (laughs) Thank you. I said, thank you for pointing out the differences between the Army and the Air Force and how we are clearly the better brand. Hey, now. Hey, now. Wait. Exactly. Thank you, Amy. You have better chairs. You have better chairs. We do have better chairs. That's right. That's why you guys. What, but what I mean, happens I when just, you're in the chair force? You make chairman. Like, it, it was such a garbage thing to say to a patient. And I was like, do you know how you all have. If, if I was, you know, had half a brain, I would actually. You have, you have more that, than half a brain. <laughs> thank you. Exactly. I do. But I just walked away, right? And I was like, never again. I'm not stepping foot into that hospital ever again. That is not good care. And this yeah. care impedes yeah. my overall health and well, my overall health and well-being. And I sat here and I thought to myself, if this is what I have to put up with, I'm going to just pay, take, you know, and pay some out-of-pocket expenses. So I did my research. I got my supplemental through the Air Force Sergeants Association, and I have Tricare Standard now, which will become Select. But the thing that I keep on hearing people say is that during this open enrollment period, if I decide, if I forget to re-enroll i'm automatically put back into prime is that true no i didn't think no it is so. not true i didn't no. think so because i knew act, the people... her husband's active duty won't she no you will stay in the plan that you are in if that's yeah, where you i'm like that's coming from crazy rumor mill and i keep showing people articles where that is clearly wrong i mean like i've spoken to nmfa about this i've spoken to moa about this spoken to you about this. Would I'm you like on to like very reputable sources? Do you want to know why that happened? Yes. I would love to know. Okay. A little inside baseball for you. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So TRICARE uh, in their reporter call 
very, very specifically says, uh, told me, like I asked them this very specific question, what happens if you do nothing, right? And they say, nothing happens, we re-enroll you for you, okay? Unfortunately, they're not so clear on their website. In one place, it does say we, nothing, um, if you don't do anything, nothing changes, okay? And in another place on the, on the website, it says, um, you must re-enroll each open enrollment period, all right? What they yeah, mean by confusing. that, yes, what they mean by that is, um, and we will do that for you. You have to be enrolled to receive TRICARE. That's what they mean. So that, not does, so that you, does not mean that. That does not mean we want you to stay completely involved in understanding what TRICARE is and devoting, oh, I don't know, 23 hours of your day forever to understand us so that uh, you have to. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Wow, so that's good. Essentially, they <sighs> Those liars. Everybody. Now, I had quite the, quite the fun email chain back and forth with their PAO the other day because um, a, a colleague of mine wrote a column um, – that included a line that says you must re-enroll. Um, and I found that confusing and asked TRICARE which was correct, this line, or the um, part of their website that says, like, somebody's wrong here, right? Either this statement is wrong or the website is wrong. Someone's wrong. Um, well, the website could existed. be wrong. I caught things on there that's been wrong yes. before. Oh, absolutely. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not saying in any way that one or the other yeah. one is definitely wrong. I'm saying yeah. they have to pick. And Down then they responded and said, yeah, they responded and said, it's not confusing. And I responded and said, yes, it is. And they said, no, it's not. Both are correct. And I said, I don't think you understand what enroll means. You know, enroll is an action word. So, yeah. <laughs> yes, um, yes, yes. So we had, then we had a part of speech conversation. Um, Read my credentials and, before and, you question me, people. <laughs> and then the, the, okay, so the result of this, of this uh, conversation was that we agreed to agree that what they have on their website is confusing, that the column is not wrong so much as uses enroll the word enroll in such a way that implies action when no action is needed and everybody can be happy. <laughs> and, and they, <laughs> and they, they, they finally agreed to it. Well, then I wrote a very nice uh, um, post that, um, well, I think it's very nice. But anyway, I wrote about TRICARE again <laughs> to claim that you don't have to be enrolled. Um, so let this rumor be dispelled henceforth. If you do nothing, provided that you have paid whatever fees you have to pay. So this quote unquote do nothing assumes that you are um, doing the things you've always had to do, like pay your enrollment fee if you are a retiree or pay your monthly thing if you're on TRICARE Reserve Select, right? Assuming that you continue to do all of those things you're supposed to do, you don't have to do anything during open enrollment to guarantee that you still have TRICARE. No one has to do anything. Be at peace. <laughs> ah, good gravy. Well, I will never forget... I will never forget, Amy, when I first started doing all my all the TRICARE stuff, right? And I started looking into the world past, like, the lack of helmet coverage, right? That's still six years. I've been doing that now, six years. That still hasn't does been changed. Son, does your son still need a helmet? No, you can only have it up until the age of 18 months. If you don't get it before 18 are, months old, you're screwed. Are you serious? Yeah, because that's when the sutures in their heads close, and you have to do it between the ages of prime oh is to, the best time so like the prime time to do it is between the ages of six to 12 months if you go anything longer you're in trouble that's a totally different totally different thing right yeah it is a totally anyway, different yeah. thing so i caught in there though because of course we were at this tricare meeting and they're talking about how they provide all this coverage and they're like and we even cover uh bone marrow transplants for children for children and adults with leukemia and i'm like no you don't and I'm like, yes, we do. I'm like, it doesn't say so on your website here in your policies. And there it was in black and even white. On a more simple, even on a more simple light. That they did not cover uh, bone marrow transplants for leukemia, right? And they're like, oh, that's wrong. I'm like, well, maybe you should fix it. You know, Seriously, and there's a lot of people are thinking yeah. – a lot of people are thinking that, and they're, uh, thinking that, and they're looking at, you know, well, wait a minute, I've got a little more common sort of stuff, but it's very expensive. I have one, for instance. I I wear a CPAP. 
I, actually, yeah. now they've upgraded me. I wear a BiPAP. Do you know how much the mask costs? It's like my hundred. My stepdad has a CPAP. Those are three hundred dollars each. The, yeah. the rubber mask that goes over your face. I mean, how am I going to afford that once my wife gets out? How is anybody going to afford that once they're out of the military? You're not in TRICARE anymore. How can you afford to do that? Well, if you're I don't retired, you are still VA. in TRICARE, but if you're just out, but then if, no. But what if you just get out? Exactly. I mean, yeah. come on. Let's, let's look at my wife. Let's look at my wife. She got in at the age 40, and she's going to get out way before she retires because she will be so old. It'll be like staying in until you have retirement age. It, it, she's going to be so broken and so beat up you know the quality of life is not there she is not going to make it to retirement age i guarantee it so what's going to happen to her what's going to happen to me what's going to happen to my family and and i I still know that i'm going to have to deal with this when the time comes out i'm a i'm a veteran so i might be able to get some through the va i might be able to get some help but i'm not eligible for tricare once she gets out I will for no. as long as she's in the reserves, and so I'm going. I'm looking at this subject very closely, and I will be a member of this podcast until we decide to hang it up, and that'll probably be years and years and years from now. Never. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have no like teeth that. in my head. I'm going to be like 95 years old. I'm already with no teeth in my head, and I'm not there yet. So okay, not 70, not 95. <laughs> okay. Shut up, Amy. I had no teeth but when the you thing, knew me. The, but here's the <laughs> thing that I have, um, like I have a crazy theory on why these changes are coming. And, um, and Jeremy Hilton doesn't think I'm off on any of my crazy theories. Um, and I always like hey, it when he's, he's like, pretty onto it. you're right. Um, he's pretty so my much theory onto is what's happening in Congress. Oh yeah. Both he and I talk about this stuff for fun. Um, but my thought is, is the reason why they're making these things so difficult and confusing is because people will just stay on, on prime, which means that they are using the MTF, right? They're going to the military treatment facility, which comes out of a completely different budget. I don't mind using an MTF. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people do. But for those of us who have had issues with the MTF, the freedom is nice. E- okay, my kid, seriously, I could MTF, not get him MTF, by the in. way, for those of you who have... For those of you who do not know military yet, MTF is Medical no. Treatment Military facility, Treatment Facility. Which means, yeah. for all intents and purposes, on base. The, the mm. clinic or hospital on base or post. So there's That's nothing right. wrong with them. I, I grew up or using them. I thought they were fine. Yeah. But when you come to an installation that has as many people as we have around here getting same-day appointments was not happening, Right. And not only did it not happen, with the way they have their rules established, if I saw and if we were given the urgent care authorization, which we were because it's pediatrics and we were almost always, I, we never were denied an urgent care authorization. They would say, okay, this is your son's sixth ear infection. He really needs to be seen in ENT. You need to be talking about ear tubes. I would go back in with that recommendation from another doctor. Somebody who had actually retired out of the army or had been working mm-hmm. at that hospital. And who the knew the system. Say, yeah. They would just say, no, we did, we, we're not diagnosing that stuff here. So the issue I always had is, was, were the made-up policies, right? Like the ones that, that right. seriously did not exist. They were just coming out of Cuckoo for Cocoa Pops land, and they oh. were just being made up. I can give and you examples always, of that. And it, and it falls under the lines of right now, my my primary care provider, my PCM, is an Air Force colonel. My wife's PCM is an Army major. And the, both of them work in the same clinic. One of them is very much a, I'm not so sure I want to put you on that yet. I want to give this test. I want to do that test. Whereas the other one is... Yeah, that'll give you the best on the retirement. So let's go ahead and get it logged into your system. Get it logged onto your onto your record. Which one's better? Which one's right? I don't and know. They're in the same clinic. 
I can have either one as my PCM. She can have either one as her PCM. I'll give you a clue. She's active duty and I'm the civilian. Guess who we have as our PCMs? Two separate ones. I'm good with them right now. Yeah. I mean, there's, it's just, there's, it's a lot of, it's very confusing and how it, and, and both the, you know. how the MTF interacts with TRICARE. Amy, you were not at that big summit a couple of years ago, right before ACA was kicked off. And then we had sh- the government shut down the next day. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the thing that I noticed there was they had a TRICARE official, and it was as they were going over from TRICARE management activity to Defense Health Agency, right? And at right. the meeting, somebody still said, well, and TMA, and, she, and the woman at the front, you know, in the, in the studio, like in the, standing there behind the podium, she shook her finger, seriously, shook her finger at us and said, uh-uh-uh, <laughs> you say TMA. I don't know what that means. What is TMA? We're Defense Health Agency. And I was like, Tomorrow you are, but today you're still TMA, so you know what it means. <laughs> and everybody in the room is like, oh, God, <laughs> shut up. Like, I was like, are we really going to get stuck on nomenclature here and not get past That's to the funny. question? I mean, it was, right. it was ridiculous, right? And we so have she's about telling nine us, minutes. this woman from TRICARE is telling us how the larger military treatment facilities have kind of a – uh, a blank check to do what they feel is best with implementation of policy. And I was like, well, no wonder why it's so confusing, but hey, okay. So Susan? Amy has to get going, Dave, and she has yeah, to leave us. That. And I'm kind of sad, but that's okay. And then you and I can chat for a few minutes after that. Mm-hmm. We can't, we have about nine, nine to eight, eight to nine minutes left. So it's not going to be doing my, do you know what today's episode has done me, done to me? I don't know, but it let's let Amy driven, go first. It has driven me to drink. <laughs> Okay. I've had let's, two, let's, two beers Amy? and two scotches. Okay. Dave? Already? While we've been sitting here? Yes, ma'am. Well, it's 8 well, o'clock at hey. night over there, almost 9 o'clock no, at night. No, it's 9 o'clock. 9 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. So, Amy, thank you for coming on. I'm going to talk to you again. I'm going to see you at the Marine Corps Marathon in a couple of weeks. Yes, you are. And, yes, you yes, are. I'm, I'm hoping they don't do the same thing there that they did to the Army 10-miler yesterday, which is making me incredibly nervous. What? Uh, what happened? They pulled the ring. In the middle of the race. So if you didn't roll in to the finish line by 10.08, which, by the way, is pretty possible that you wouldn't have because of the way the start line works, um, you don't have a time. And they also shortened the race by a mile because it was so hot. Uh, now, so it was like a nine mile? I live in Alaska. Yeah. And I live in Alaska, P.S., where it's not hot. So uh, I'm going to die. <laughs> Amy, pretty you well, can do rain. it. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Dave, let's run our commercial, and then you and I will chat. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. We love you, Amy. We'll see you, Amy. Bye-bye. All right. We'll be right back after this short commercial break. When I'm with the fleet, I'm known as Petty Officer Lopez. But at home... Honey, can you get this down for me? I'm just Tony, and that's fine with me. We know home is at the heart of every military family. That's why we founded Armed Forces Insurance, to protect the property of our fellow servicemen and women. Call 1-800-633-2006 for a no-obligation auto, home, or renter quote, or visit www.afi.org. At Armed Forces Insurance, our mission is you. All right, and we are back with Scouts number 61, talking TRICARE with Amy Man, this TRICARE stuff is ridiculous. But that, So that's the crazy part about it, though, is that the MTFs, the military treatment facilities, are separate from TRICARE, from Defense Health Agency. And it's hard yeah. not to get that confused. I mean, like, Dave, even I still struggle with that one where I'm like, okay, which policy are we talking about? Are we talking about MTF policy or TRICARE policy or base policy or Army or Air Force policy? Whose policy are we talking about here today? I know, you know, I know. You know, that is really, it is hard. And I feel like I need to walk around with a binder so that they can give me the policies and writing and I can just whip them out when I need them, you know, to show, well, yes, I've already looked this policy up or yes, you've already given me this policy. Thank you very much. You know what? I'm glad you said that because we have a link on our 
uh, event page, which you can find, which you probably have already seen if you're listening to this. It is to what they are, uh, for all intents and purposes, they are trying to pass. It is, let me give you the link. Go to Google and search this. 2017-20392.pdf. That will bring you up to the Federal Register, Volume 82, number 188, dated Friday, September 29th. It is the uh, Department of Homeland Security. Well, let me let me find out for sure because I have that thing. It's probably Department of Defense. Department of Oh yeah yeah yeah. Does do I want to replace it? Of course I do. All right, let's go ahead and pick that puppy. I'm going to read just the first top so you know that you have what you're supposed to have. It is a PDF, and it is the um. Gosh, that ain't right. Is that right? It doesn't know, seem to be right. I'm looking at it. Well, I'll get it. I'll make sure I get it right. Amy sent it to us in Messenger. So yes. it, it falls down to it's the uh, publicinspection.federalregister.gov. That particular PDF shows you what they're trying to do with tri. Very, um, Dave, very, gonna, very scary stuff. It is scary stuff. And here's the thing, Dave, and I want to say this because I hear this frequently when I talk about TRICARE issues, especially issues that we have faced as a family. So that means it's obviously personal. Just because what my family has gone through, medically speaking, with the United States military, I get that that's not what your family is going through or what somebody else's right. family is going through, Right. It is it is my right. experience, and while others may have similar experiences, you know, I get that, right? But the one thing I'm seeing when I see people posting this information is that, well, this isn't going to impact me. Why should I care? Well, that's really a, a – no offense to those people who think that way, but that's kind of a garbage way to support your fellow service members and their family. Well – that's a that's uh, no, a pretty I, lame. I, kind of, I mean, like that's pretty lame. And I'm not trying to be hard on people. Actually, you know what? I lie. I, I am going to be hard on people. Because no, no, don't well, be hard on them. Don't be hard on them. Because it's not that I'm trying to be hard. What, is, I'm, what I'm saying is that I get my issues listen, are not your issues, but could you still be supportive? I understand. I understand where you're you coming know? from, but you have to Does remember. Does that make sense, Dave? Yes, it does. But each individual's experience is their own. Let them have their own experience. If they look on it as it's not their problem anymore, let it. Let them think it's not their problem anymore. We have a great enough reach. We are going to hit those that have the influence that are going to say, hey, look, we have oh, to yeah. get on board with that. this. So let them – I mean, I don't want to – each individual person has to live with themselves for the rest of their lives. And if they feel, if they feel this does not have any, any bearing on their existence, then okay, fine. Go have a happy life. But if you feel that you can help your buddy who lives next door, that friend who, 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 who has has given you a shoulder to cry on. If you know that this will help them, if you know that in the, the the future place that you're going to be going to, that a lot of people are going to be touched by this change and you can make it better, please do so. But if you don't feel it has anything to do with your orbit, God bless you. Well, and that's, Dave, you actually said it better than I did. That's what I mean. Is that it's okay if it's not something that impacts you directly. I get that. It doesn't. It doesn't impact everyone directly. But, you know, we're not asking you to get out there and make the phone calls, but could you be a good friend when we're crying, when we're yeah. frustrated? Yeah. You know, be supportive of your fellow be supportive of your fellow man and woman. Be a supportive friend. You know, it may not help, it may not hurt you directly. But I will. I use this quote frequently. We are all one accident away of needing the Americans with Disabilities Act. One accident. Oh, one never accident know. is all it takes. That's right. It's exactly. And all of hey, a sudden, you are now speaking a new language. What's up, Dave? Hey, this We're has done. been an awesome. 
awesome show. We did a lot totally of talking on Trike here. We have to. We have to. I love Especially her. once this thing has, has settled out. We will know what's happening. Ooh, Folks, I'm going to see if I can get my senator on the show, too. We'll have to get him on the show. There you go. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the only podcast worthy of all military spouses, Spouse Spouts, with Susan Reynolds and Dave Etter. May the rest of your day, your week, your you time be better time after spending this time with us. Until next time, coffee on. Coffee on.